0: You are now tuned in to Vontae NYC Podcast with Ash Dallas.
1: Yeah!
2: Year, whatever you may use to address people. I go by Vante NYC and this is the Vonte NYC podcast. We are back again. Again, again, again. I told you we are remaining consistent this time around. So we're gonna come at you with all types of episodes and interviews. I am not alone, as I also promised, I do not want to get ridiculed and killed by the lady herself, Ash Dallas. So Ash Dollars in the building. What's good?
0: Hi guys, again, I heard that you guys were advocating for me. So I'm here. I got to give the people what they want. You
2: got, your, you got your hive yet?
0: Nah, I didn't Down think here. about it yet.
2: Uh, we're going to make sure. Probably by the next episode, right? hmm Definitely. Um, today's episode, we're we going to open up with uh, YMCA of Greater New York has sleepaway camps. And they are unfortunately closing their doors due to the pandemic, which I believe, and like many other staff members that have worked there, believe is BS. But unfortunately, uh, kids in New York City will lose this opportunity to go to sleepaway camps. Um, I worked there for two summers and I worked elsewhere for about five summers, four or five summers. Um, so I know how important it is for kids to have a place to go, an outlet to express themselves, feel free, be around people of like-mindedness, other kids, you know, and, and enjoy the summer as they should. So they're closing their doors. They, we we tried to raise money. I can't even say we because I definitely didn't make any attempts because of the way they treated me. But that's a personal thing. But they tried to raise money to keep the doors open, to try to buy the land, to try to buy the camp. I don't know if they were successful. So again, if it is closed at this point, it's unfortunate and I will say my time there was great for the kids. Hopefully you don't listen to this podcast because it's not a pod for kids. Not all. but um if you <laughs> if you happen to just stumble upon what I say, you know, best of luck to you guys out there, there's other camps. I learned that the hard way when my first camp let, you know, just parted ways and I had to go to another one as an adult. I know what it's like as a kid as well. Um, kudos to you guys for, for keeping it up that long, hundred and two years is a great legacy of a camp, but all great things must come to an end. Well and there, and, there, and there's in their perspective. <laughs> new uh, beginnings. Yeah, with new beginnings and then also I feel like, and this is me just, you know, putting on my personal feelings. When you when you are evil people, <laughs> evil things happen to you. So for the people who are higher ups, you know, you know. You know <laughs>
0: what um what a way to say fuck you.
2: Right. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to keep it PG. Mm-hmm. Why?
0: Eh, mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Freak you. Um, we have a guest you know uh, as always there's always a guest right there's A guest. um and ash again is on the road <laughs> she is bringing them all through i've Life had a pretty be. easy year and a half of potting because i didn't even have to do much but talk um but yeah i'm gonna let her do the introductions uh before i let her do the introductions how you feeling this episode
0: um i'm feeling good I'm feeling really good. I got my energy back.
2: Got your energy back? (laughs) Um, Yeah, we're getting there. getting there. I'm just ready for it to be summer, ready for it to be no jackets,
0: Uh
1: et cetera,
2: et cetera. But I mentioned the camp stuff. I mentioned youth um, because we do have a special guest in the building again. I'm going to let Ash do the introductions. We're going to get into our conversation today.
0: Okay. So today we have Tyrell Escoffrey. Did I say it right?
1: Close to close to it. Terrell Escoffrey. It's
0: (laughs) Scoffrey. Terrell. Terrell Escoffrey. He is a former NYC 06 All City linebacker from Brooklyn Tech. He is an entrepreneur. Um, He is a black man. Um, (laughs) I like to emphasize um, our guests' blackness Mm -hmm. because I just love black people and I just love black people doing things for the community. Um, Tyler. Tyrell, excuse me, has a business venture, and um, he's going to tell us about it today.
2: That's a fact. So, again, my guy, you got the floor. How you
1: feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, man. We got to joke the energy up a little bit. It's just am you building, because that's... he that's walked in pretty loud. He's like, he's like,
2: I don't need a mic. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't need a mic for the party. I got me. And I'm yeah, like, no, need- you need a mic, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you need a mic. I like, I like everything that they got going on in here. So, Vontae, kudos to you. Nah, nah, appreciate Ashley, you pulling up. Appreciate, appreciate you bringing me here. Uh, just to introduce myself, give a little background, Terrell Scaffrey, from New York City. Uh, Ashley mentioned that I, I grew up in the city, playing football in the city as well. But just to take a step back, grew up in Crown Heights, New York. Same. Where you lived at in Crown Heights? Bro. I grew up in Park Place. Call it Dark Place.
2: <laughs> I, St. John's.
1: St. John's. I lived on St. John's oh, you for, you yeah. Know, for. You know, so I grew up in Crown Heights. Uh, also lived in Flatbush for a little bit. You know, growing up where where I grew up. I'd say challenge, but fortunate in the sense that I grew up with a lot of love, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. not not a lot of transparency or, or visibility into opportunities that that were ahead of me. As much as I would have thought that yeah. would have been privy to me, so you know, as I think about not to jump into the conversation, but uh-huh. as I think about just forward looking, those are the type of things that that really set the tone for how I move about my my days. So just to fast forward into my background. Grew up Brooklyn, graduated from Brooklyn Technical High School Mm -hmm. in 06, went on to play football at the University of Southern Connecticut State University. Got you, got you. Played for about three years, college football, ultimately made the transition to University of Albany, graduated with a degree in finance. That's how you guys Uh met? Actually, no, no. So we met through a mutual friend of mine that is a football player. That's my former teammate, one of my brothers. uh, George is getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Hey, I I know that guy.
1: That's a good guy right there. That's a good guy to know. I was in Costa Rica with that guy. That guy's That's a good guy. Fun guy. Fun guy. Fun guy. Fun guy. But mental fortitude, Yeah, that's something that, for me, that's that's why he's a brother of mine. Got you, Uh got you. And so as I think about my journey and how I got here, it's through an extension of a bridge that was built through... My upbringing. So I, I, I'm going to pause myself because ca- we're kind of we getting all into the conversation. Yeah, we went too much early getting, on. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, we go. We you know, go from to Brooklyn, things. New York, uh, graduated Brooklyn Technical High School, went on to graduate from University of Albany, and then start my career in investment banking, transitioned into a career in entertainment, uh, in sales specifically, mm-hmm. uh, in the advertisement space. But as it pertains to the camp side of things, mm-hmm. I've always loved coaching, I've always loved mentoring because I knew how much it meant to me. I speak about football in a sense, and I told Ashley this before, but it's a sport that saved my life. Where I came from, not many outlets to really channel that type of energy that could be really directed in so many different directions.
0: Definitely
2: Definitely gonna get into all that for sure, Terrell. Ashley um, mentioned to me that you have Built for the Trenches yeah um so we definitely want to get into some of that that talk um because she, she mentioned it to me i looked it up a bit you know i learned a little bit about it but i always want to hear from the horse's mouth themselves so talk about it a bit built for the Trenches academy is something that you are working on now correct what correct.
0: is built for the trenches academy
1: uh so built for the trenches academy will be new york city's first grassroots skills development camp mm-hmm. combining with a mentorship and leadership training curriculum so when you think about skills development you think about on field tactical yeah
0: this is football right
1: football yeah. so american football helmets mm-hmm. shoulder pads so the on field skills development aspect of it really pertains to honing the skill set of being being a football player okay mm-hmm. technique fundamentals speed and agility in game scenario focused yeah and then competition. So those are our four principles okay. that we've governed the skills development side, but the mentorship and leadership and training curriculum is what really distinguishes the program because the idea is that you're taking a real broad approach towards developing these kids. Mm-hmm. Going back to what I said to you, Vontae, about growing up, yeah, mm-hmm. you could get the field, the ball court, and all those things, but if you don't get the intangible side yeah, of things, yeah. the mm-hmm. mental side of things, you really only leave what with, with with something that goes, but so far, yeah, with the in and now
2: kind of moment, like you play the game, it's, it's all good, but then what do you do tomorrow when exactly you're, yeah, you sound like a a very passionate person when you speak about, like we only mentioned a little bit about it, but it was so like you know what you're looking for, you know what you're trying to do, and that's that's really like inspirational because some people go into businesses and, and they look into other things without really knowing what they focus is. So it's like a whole bunch of disorganization and what are we going to do? What's the real purpose, the main purpose? But you seem to know what, 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 uh, what you're looking out to do. So that's what's up. Nah, for sure.
0: How did you come up with the idea?
1: So the idea really came from a, a combination of two things. I spoke about one earlier, which is just my passion for wanting to teach. Yeah. I think about growing up. Uh i think about my people that i grew up with Mm -hmm. i think about how fortuitous i was to fall into certain circumstances where i had guidance Uh and where i had mentorship Uh and even at the time where i was younger and i really didn't understand certain things that were being handed to me in terms of opportunities Mm -hmm. and i would fight those opportunities off i was in a satellite program for gifted kids i was in that i Ultimately, satellite I problem. failed out of it on purpose <laughs> uh-huh. because I didn't want that opportunity to go and do more because I wanted to be home. Yeah. Mm. I thought I was going to have to go go away to a boarding school and yeah. things like that. I wanted to be home. I thought gotcha. that, that was that was safe.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: And so that, the mentorship side of it was one thing. Uh-huh. The second thing was about really what I thought about NYC and what I thought about the the game of football. Mm-hmm. I thought about the game that saved my life. Uh-huh. I thought about how much talent was really untapped in the city. Yeah. I thought about that when I think about Brooklyn, when I think about we go anywhere, we go Vegas, we oh. go Miami, we go wherever, mm-hmm. we go on vacation. And you say you from New York City and yeah, it hold, get that reaction, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Everywhere. Oh, definitely. everywhere, but Especially
0: you, saying from Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. I think uh-huh, uh-huh. From you don't Brooklyn. even have to say you're yeah. from New York. You say I'm from Brooklyn. I don't think anybody from Brooklyn. I didn't want to
1: ostracize, but that's, that's no, what i no, say. Because no, yeah, nobody no. from
2: Brooklyn jacks New York City. You say <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. I don't say I'm from New York I City. That's first That's too long.
1: Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I say I'm from Brooklyn as well. But when it came to the to the game of football, I really wanted to make it about the the city collectively. And that growing up in the city playing a game of football you wanted to bring all these players together so the two things that I thought about was the mentorship aspect and then I thought about the untapped talent in the city and I thought that if we could combine a bunch of individuals partnerships mm-hmm. really put together an ecosystem to mm-hmm. hone the skill sets for these kids give us a home base we got YMCAs for football we I mean for basketball yeah. we got we got everything for basketball you go out walk mm-hmm. outside you are going to find a court for soccer and, too for soccer as well and, mm-hmm. you you find it uh-huh. But for football where it's you got difficult. so much so much more difficult uh-huh. and you got a lot of these if you think about the energy in New York City <laughs> think about what. Think, watch the news yeah. yeah, like this energy could be channeled in so many different directions yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and I thought about those two things we got so much untapped talent we got an ability to mentor kids because we got people that have lived it and have found success on the back end of struggle I don't mm-hmm. come from Anything. I don't come from no silver, silver, silver. What silver spoon? Silver spoon. Yeah. <laughs> my 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 plate. I had to wash it. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't clean. It wasn't sparkling. Mm-hmm. So that's how I think about it, man. I think about giving back to the underserved community. Underserved doesn't mean black, white. Underserved means people that need transparency. Yeah. People that mm-hmm. need visibility into opportunities. Wh- wherever that may. That's like. important that you mention that it doesn't mean just you know any
2: type of person. It just means that your experience should be underprivileged or underserved. So it's it's, um, important that you mention that because people really, really need um, clarity on what underserved or underprivileged really is. I think it's like a money thing or a financial thing or like a where you come from thing, thing. but anybody can be underprivileged or underserved. Without a question. Yeah.
0: How did your background in finance prepare you for creating this program? Do you think it had like an extra, you think your background in finance gave you like an extra leg up or... Did it hurt? Or
1: I wouldn't say, I wouldn't so much say that it gave me a leg like, up. I, I will say that my background in finance, so taking a back step, when I chose to take on a degree in finance, it was because I was good at math. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I grew up since, <laughs> mm-hmm. since fifth grade, since the, the I was just guy. good at math. Yeah. yeah.
0: Shoutouts outs to the math geeks. Shout out to the math geeks. I was geeks. in the math to society to <laughs> as well. Pi Day was just, <laughs> just passed. Yeah, Pi Day so just passed. Shout outs to the math geeks. And if shout you don't know what Pi
1: me. is, go back to school. <laughs> 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 no, for sure. So I was, that was really it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have anybody that said, hey, you should do finance because you're good at this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. I just said, okay, I think I'm, I'm good at math. Everything that traced along with math, I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. So that was my decision to go in finance. Has it helped me? I think that the path that it put me on, it put me in positions where I learned a lot from the settings that I was in because of the path that I was on with finance. So case mm-hmm. in point example, I started my career off at the best investment bank mm-hmm. in, in the world. Goldman well, one of yeah. you know, I would say the best, but Goldman Sachs. Biased. I'm, I'm biased, <laughs> right? But it was the training grounds for, for me to really understand what this world was mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Scratching the surface about economics politics Mm -hmm. everything that didn't make its way to our communities my community where i was from and the people that i grew up around nobody would understand what i was going through at work you understand what i'm saying so 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 that was really like the i'd say the that 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 was that for me was the the start of it if i if i had to point to anything got you
2: got you now you know you say that it's good to do things that you enjoy things that make a difference. When you started all of this, because there's other organizations, because there's other, I will not say competition, but because there's other people out there that think like you, right? Did you have any doubts of where the success will lead to or where it can lead to?
1: We haven't done anything yet. Yeah, but so you know, when you no, in get into the joint stage, I get, what, yeah, I get what you're saying, but my, my thing is, I'm not in this to compete with anybody. Yeah. Not, we're in this to build an ecosystem. So, yeah. Uh uh-huh. If you down sign up be a part of this because yeah. quite honestly i'm not going to stop and when <laughs> the way i talk to ashley about yeah. this right i said I, i've never been one to i don't like the limelight anything like this that sounds ashley, like me if you ask anybody <laughs> about me i love to play the background i yeah. love to help mo- mobilize things but my style is really not that this right now first of all i love what you're doing Appreciate so props to you I, I told ashley i love what y'all doing yeah because yeah yeah put in a an accent on, on, on what's going on in the city, but this not for, this not for me. This is for, I want to give these kids a platform yeah, uh-huh. to yeah. do their thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, that's my, I like to be like, that's my dog. You see what he doing? Uh-huh. Like, that, that's it's a
2: good feeling too. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, especially when you're part of that motivational factor and you see them reaching to their true potential. Like when Ash hit me up to be a part of the pod, uh uh-huh. I was I was like, sh- people want to be a part of this? That means that, you know, something's going right and they they like it enough to be like, all right, I want to be down. And now that she's been here, like, I don't, I'm not trying to go back. I know she's going to eventually <laughs> do her thing, but I, I, shit, I ain't trying to let her go.
1: Sure, you, can't, you can't let her go. She, she She's special as well. And yeah. one thing I do want to ah. say, because I, I do want to finish that the back end of that question, because the, the competition aspect of it, right, there are people doing skills development aspects what we're missing in, in in new york city quite honestly and this is what i'm what i'm what we're trying to bring uh-huh. right the our staff and the people that we've put together it's bringing continuity and consistency to the programming uh-huh. what's missing from our pattern of developing our our youth not not just on the field we're going to use football to, to train life but it's the continuity yeah it's the consistency in our programming what, this, what we're trying to do is a microcosm of what we need to be doing across the board. The mm-hmm. partnerships that we put together in place from a, from a physical standpoint and from a mental standpoint is mm-hmm. intended to touch all aspects and give it that six week. It's intentional. It's, mm-hmm. We're not going to be accept, accepting late camp members. Yeah, Six weeks, sign up. If you're up for that, mm-hmm. That's we, we want you to be a part of it. Yeah. But we need that to get the full aspect of it. So the competition aspect is none. Mm-hmm. This is about, you want to be a part of this? We'll take, let's get it. Let's get it together. Yeah. We gotta, it, takes up, it takes us all. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. Keep that Keep that mindset of not accepting anybody late. Because the thing is, like when people build businesses, and especially black people, as much as people want to complain about our businesses, they love to get over. And you wouldn't get over with anybody else. So if you're not going to bring your kid late to this camp that is serving all these type of you know other kids, and then you're going to bring them late to mine, you sure you don't care. The kid may not care. Serious, serious business going on. I mean,
0: on. it's it's also like as you said, Terrell is a microcosm. Mm-hmm. So in this world, you can't be late all the time and expect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pause because
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm I'm not the one to talk, but I have had my share of repercussions for being late. Mm. Um, I've gotten written up at jobs. Of I've gotten... my grades have plummeted because of it so i know like there's repercussions for it so like being that the program is a microcosm of what we're dealing with in this world like
2: period yeah. it,
0: it makes sense and to drill that discipline in young adults that's the the stepping stone mm-hmm. to going forward in life that's
2: a fact like it just sounds like you're building a better tomorrow pretty much like you're building a better tomorrow again we us as all adults right now we've our childhoods, like I say, you may not come from privilege or you may not be silver spoon fed, but some of us may not have gone through crazy trials and tribulations. I know my upbringing, unless I was forcing myself into it, then I didn't have to be on the streets and I didn't have to. But I can get where, you know, you're trying to change that. so that That's not even a factor for the, mm-hmm. the young kids. Yeah. That's not even an option. You don't have that mindset that I got to turn to anything else other than something that's going to help me yeah. in the future. So, yeah, kudos.
1: And, and then, everybody's challenge is different. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing that. People hear about New York City that are not from New York City anything. When you say but you challenged or you, you know, you dealing with difficult times, that it's all about gangs, violence. Yeah, it's, it's so all much, about yeah. That the city is so fast paced, mm-hmm. you could be dealing with so many different things. Definitely. One of the things that I was fortunate to dealing with was diversity. Before I came to high school Brooklyn Tech, I didn't mm-hmm. see anybody beyond my skin tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we Spanish. had the bilingual classes. Mm-hmm. You had you had the Spanish class. Yeah. You had the you had the Creole class. That was it, right? Yeah. At that point in time, Bro, a, that was that was track, your taste, yeah. that was your first taste of diversity. But you mm-hmm. never spoke with those classes until lunchtime. Mm-hmm. When I got into high school, I was on missions with this person, that person. You from mm-hmm. here? You from there? Mm-hmm. That was the first taste of it. Yeah. So it's not about black or white. Yeah, to The yeah, point yeah, yeah. it's black. about just we all dealing with different circumstances. It's
2: crazy you mentioned that high school thing. I think for the same. I don't know about you ash because we went to i came the the high school madison in 10th grade but my freshman year high school i was in the predominantly black spanish school it was one type of i get to madison high school and it's like whoa there's
0: so many different i was like i was
2: like whoa like Way this is imagine I, like, I was like i was like i gotta I, I see these people every day now i got classes with these people like it was mm-hmm. so different like it was i had to like it was it was a big experience change so when people say like the whole new york city they think we're all coming from gangs violence we complain about the trains all the time and stuff like that when people really got real issues. Individual, personal issues that may affect them but we just from New York, right?
0: (laughs) What's the difference between your skills development league built for the Trenches Academy and um, ones that already exist? Because I know like some parents, they may send their children off to like different football camps in like different states or I'm not sure if Long Island has their own Separate thing, but um, I know some parents that would send their kids to like other states and whatnot. What is it that sets you apart from any other skills development league?
1: Ultimately, that's going to be for people to decide. But what I will say for myself mm-hmm. is that what we where we look to distinguish ourselves is with the people that we put together mm-hmm. on the staff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One being George is the person that got me here, yeah, mm-hmm. to the show today. That's a person that you know, he worked with me as a a teammate. Yeah. Two others being former coaches of mine. Two others being people that I competed against. Mm -hmm. So this is, again, intentional about building an ecosystem about people that are Mm like-minded, are of the same intentions of giving back, of building upwards, right, Mm -hmm. from pulling people up. So when I think about what distinguishes ourselves, it's that, it's, it's that I know that we, we've put together a structure where we can do that on mm-hmm. a consistent basis. Okay, I think that all of our coaches in the city that put that whistle around their neck, that try to teach these kids are trying their best. Bandwidth mm-hmm. is just an innate challenge of New York City. Mm-hmm. So putting together the structure was the mission that was at hand to find a way that we can put together the staff where we can share the bandwidth to be able to give these kids the structure that they need. Mm -hmm. So that was the mission. And that's what I think we distinguish ourselves is that we've created the structure that Mm -hmm. gives us the bandwidth to be able to put on a six-week program. We could give 24 sessions through the summer. Mm -hmm. We could bridge the connection between Bronx, Queens, Mm -hmm. Brooklyn Keep Staten Island far though. Keep Staten Stand Island is off up. for now. We got, that's, that's, <laughs> they, they got their own thing. Keep them going forever. Not you before. know what I'm saying? But we got to take care of here because I do think there's an opportunity to elevate New York City football. Mm-hmm. With that being our mantra, we can ball too. That extends beyond the field, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and with the structure mm-hmm. and with the bandwidth that we've created with the structure, there's opportunity to really give that home base for these kids to build and feel like they got a home, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just going to be their parents. It really takes a village. And Mm -hmm. anybody, I got a great family. But my moms and my dad, they weren't going to save me. It takes a village. Mm And so that's what we try and give them.
0: Was the staff handpicked by you?
1: All all of the staff? Once we got one staff member on, it Mm -hmm. became we. Okay. So that's how I would classify our recruitment strategy. I will say that I had, and still have, people on the... Intended list of people that are still Going to be a part of this Mm -hmm. But the foundation as far as coaches that we've put together Thus far I had them in mind because I know Through either my my Own relationship with them or Via relationships that I had with a coach that I've Brought on already and Mm -hmm. they've extended To me that other coach as a part of my network I'm trusting that that, that Guidance because once we've Gotten on the phone, once we've exchanged The email, I know that they are Wanting 150% to build these kids up in the same way that we got goals around. So that's really how it it came about with us building a staff. Um,
2: Being a football player, I know a lot of football players. We know some professional football players. We know know, not professional. I know semi-pro players. A lot of players, especially when you're gifted at what you do, they think that making it to the league is the end of the world. You know, I worked this hard to not make it, et cetera. But you found another way to – take what you have and give back right how important is it to understand that you know if one thing doesn't go right it's really not the end of the world because like you i know Deval ellis i don't know if you know daval ellis yeah, he played yeah. a little bit of football now and he's like an actor beautiful family um with your school yeah yeah that's yeah. I, I know him. yeah um beautiful family he used to live in crown heights actually on, on your block, probably yeah, I don't know yeah. a street I don't know what avenue he was on, but they lived on your block before they moved. But they're they're great people and he played football, he played yeah. pro football. And people would never even know. Yeah. The, what everything he's doing now, the way his life changed, but he used football and he used that mindset to to, you know, raise his family, um, build academies. Mm-hmm. Now he's acting, right? It's all about discipline. Um but yeah, how do you feel about people not taking a downfall and using it as the end of the world? Like, is it important to you to know there's always more?
1: Resilience is one of the things that I take the most from football. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important for people to be able to take setbacks and really take that as an opportunity to pivot forward into a new direction. Devell is actually somebody that my freshman year, I know his cousin, she went to school with me. Mm -hmm. Uh And... She, she was uh she she went to school with me at the same time where I was playing football at Southern Connecticut State got you and she would talk about him mm-hmm. i didn't know the, i didn't know him personally yeah. she would talk about him yeah. cuz she knew i was i was the only person from brooklyn <laughs> and he played football <laughs> exactly. and, he, and so it was like exactly. a whole bunch of so it was like you know we were, you know, it was just a camaraderie. if you were from new york city it was yep. one in a bucket right so that aspect of it i think um Wait, sorry. Tell me, back to, that, back so, to, that to the,
2: the first part of the question. So it was like, you know, people take
1: not making it to the, the ch- league. And ch- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, challenge. so the challenge part, the, ch- <laughs> the challenge piece of it. It's my bad. It's that the, energy. It's yeah, 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 that, yeah. that, that Brooklyn. Is that, yeah. You got to shout Brooklyn.
2: Once you got to Brooklyn, three you, gotta shout, a you got to shout Brooklyn. You got to shout Brooklyn. Let's go.
1: But the challenge piece, I think is all. it's always important to pivot forward. Yeah. As you think about challenge. Me, I hate talking. I don't like talking about myself. So I want to talk about. I got a, a plenty of challenges that I that I pivoted forward that I, I like to reflect on as the reason why we want to do this. Mm-hmm. But the reason why we, we're gonna be in front of these kids is to give them an opportunity to reflect on things that we've been through, mm-hmm. give them that candidly. Yeah. Give them an opportunity to give reflect them on that. that transparency. If, exactly. And if they're yeah. dealing with that, then then bounce it off of that. Bounce 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 thoughts off of us as well. Mm-hmm. Or give them the give them the, the whiteboard to do so. Yeah. But it is important to I will point. say
2: I will say this too. The most I've learned in life was from kids. Um, especially teenagers. Oh, like, Devontae
0: and I actually worked at a camp
2: together. Yeah, we was talking about it. We worked at uh, Fresh Air Fun together. When you came in, like,
0: 2012?
2: 13. 13? You only
0: Thirteen. did two years?
2: Three. Three years, so you came 12. 12. <laughs> 12. 30. So, we, yeah, she, we worked there for some years together, and, like, it just... We worked with teenagers, so, like, 12 to 15-year-olds, and, you know, at the time I started working there, I was only 18. I'm only three years older than our oldest kid. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like learning not to be a kid again but to learn how to grow up again Uh seeing things that you could have did differently that you can't do different now because you're not that age but how can you take those experiences and what the kids are doing now and try to better yourself as a young adult
0: Mm -hmm. and then
2: as i got older like i wasn't the way i am now all the time like i was immature i was i probably still am but like it was a lot of things that i had to work on but i was young yeah but because i was able to learn from people that were so close to me in age but on the back end of it as far as younger it was like wow like and i did it for from 2011 to 2016 and it's like I, literally everything i learned about discipline being a leader um just how to deal with people came from
1: kids it's funny you say that yeah. not to cut you off but he says that and it's so true we can it all is. learn from each yeah. other yeah i is. don't give i don't care who you are yeah mm-hmm. I, yeah i don't care it doesn't matter because you have an experience that i
2: that, that i didn't have so exactly. once we share those stories and those opinions and those values and it's like hey i just learned from a 12 year old
0: and vice versa it's like We've gone through things that they haven't gone through or haven't gone through yet so they can learn from us in a sense. So I feel like kids and young adults, I say young adults and stuff like that, but um, I feel like they can learn so much and they're still sponges. Mm -hmm. They're not closed off just yet, Nope. but some people find it hard to break through that shell Mm -hmm. when it comes to them. I feel like finding something that they love or finding like a, a passion of theirs, which could be football, in a sense, is a great way to find a way to break through that shell. Yeah. No question. Sense. No question. Um,
2: if you had to pick anything other than finance, other than football, if those two options weren't available to you for a career path, what would you be doing right now? Teaching. Teaching?
1: Okay. I could remember every single teacher from first grade through eighth grade. I would be investing. On the side, I, or hustling on the side, I gotta find a side. Yeah, yeah, yeah got yeah, to Not in New York, mm-hmm. <laughs> but without question, I would be teaching, and I would okay. be teaching in my community because I, I know the value, and I know the value of transparency, and I know the mm-hmm. value of visibility into opportunities ahead. And if if we don't got that, it's very hard. Yeah, right. definitely very hard, hard. Definitely hard. I always I always go back to like the whole pod thing. I started
2: a pod in twenty eighteen. It was doing well. Then I started to incorporate more things like DJs. I got Ash. Mm -hmm. You know, I was going to do a thing where I had multiple co-hosts, but then when I see how receptive the people were to Ash, I'm like, well, let's keep it going because it works, you know, Mm -hmm. like I didn't have to keep going to the drawing board for it. So it's all about, you know, building that community, making sure everybody gets a piece of the pie and, you know, pull your weight. That's all.
0: Um, When is Built for the Trenches Academy set to start?
1: This summer, July 2021. Mm -hmm. It's going to be extended from July through Mm mid-August. August 14th will be the end date of the camp. The goal is to serve those pockets of the off season, gotcha. where there's no formal in season activities gotcha, going gotcha, on with gotcha. the the programs of the school. So yeah. July 2021, yeah. we kick off.
2: Bill for the trenches has our 100% support. Um, 100%. Thousand. You have our support. Ah, love it. Um, love so it. anytime <laughs> you have an events, or you want us to promo something or you want us to i don't know anything that may because i mean i'm for the kids so always if it was something else always. you know the catch up i would have to bling but
1: i would, do I would it literally for the kids. i would
2: literally aside from making myself look like a complete ass i'll do anything to make sure these kids have opportunity. so we definitely will pull up appreciate show out that. promote appreciate that um anything else you want to talk about before you go anything you want to tell the people anything you want to
1: get off your chest are we are we here I mean, me. I'm always everything that's on my chest gets off my chest. <laughs> so and he really, said that I don't,
0: with his chest. Yeah, his yeah, I, don't, I don't
2: really hold my, are, my tongue. These are the times <laughs> I wish we were on a video. But
1: I will say this. I will say props to you. Appreciate it. Because and props to Ash, and props to my God. What's what's your name, big man? Props to props <laughs> to the producer over here holding it down. You do want the fame right it now. Takes, He's like, nah, it I'll, take, I'll tell it you. It takes a real community to give visibility into what's going on. Uh-huh. I think that those things comes in in really tiny steps. And, you know, as we take steps forward together, that's what it's all about. So exactly. props to you. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate, man, I appreciate that man. I was saying, appreciate y'all both. And I appreciate, appreciate bringing me appreciate on you, here and yeah. telling, telling the people a little bit about what we got going on because this is a we thing now. Yeah,
2: no. Mm-hmm. So definitely, it's so like like I always say at the end of the pod, like that's what the show is for. We we want to make sure that there's a community that gets the to, to hear what's going on. You know, like with so many people doing so many things, it's hard to really get what's going on. You might miss it, you might scroll past it, you might. But you know, people that tune into us really really appreciate who we bring up. So I'm pretty sure they will definitely love to hear more about you, about the academy. Um, we. We gonna, I'm gonna make sure I promote You're it. So. Yeah, you gonna be there. You gonna be there. Like, Listen, this is something that, this is, yeah, this is something that like I could get into. Like I can really like you know. We gonna talk if
1: that's you know me, you know that once I got your number, it's, yeah, over. it's, it's over. over. It's over, <laughs> it's, it's over. You're gonna be there at the barbecue. We're gonna wow. need mics at the barbecue. Listen, we said we said about in person, I'm down like for it, man. <laughs> We're gonna have community events and everything. It's
0: not
2: gonna be man.
1: all football, it's about community. So Listen, like that's I said, all it's about,
2: village. man. Let's, let's, let's get it done, Ash.
0: So, drop the website for us again, And How can we find you on social media Thanks. or if anybody needs any more information on Built for the Trenches Academy
1: for sure? So Instagram, B4TANYC, so log on to the site, B4TANYC.com. Fill out the interest form if you're interested in being a part of the camp. Ultimately, we want parents, coaches, whether you got a player that's playing or not, we want the entire community involved. So sign up for the interest list, nonetheless, just to get updates about what we got involved.
2: And we will definitely have the links in the description, so if you don't want to type anything, definitely click, and it'll be easily accessible. Um, ask you got anything else for Terrell before we go?
0: No, I don't. I just want to say thank you so much Terrell for coming through and giving us more information on a beautiful and prosperous future prosperous. Um,
2: this actually made me excited uh, to like to, like to know. It's, yeah. yeah it it's, I'm just
0: I'm really excited for this because I love community like things. I love mm. getting kids involved. I love planting seeds. And I feel like this is going to be so great for the community, and I love it.
2: Yes, yes. Listen, again, we are in support. Um, and before we get out of here, what else I got to promote? Uh, we chilling right now, man. <laughs> listen, it's beautiful weather to come in New York City. I'm looking forward to all of the great outdoor activities. Obviously, we're going to wear our masks and be safe. Always. But uh, we will be outside this summer. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> make sure y'all tune into the next Voluntary Park. Yeah, we, we, we <laughs> yeah, listen, we, every, we <laughs> listen, sure we kind of, listen, rock came Night. through with the energy. <laughs> And we really wow, appreciate you.
2: Over here. I really appreciate you pulling through, not only because of obviously the connection you have with Ash and, and George and everybody, but because of what you're actually doing. Because a lot of people talk about trying to make change in that's, the community and with yeah. kids, and but I see it. I see the hoodies. I see the I see I see the gear. I see everything coming together so it's a, it's a step by step. So again, keep us updated, and we will be there. Sure. Um, shout outs to WTF Media Studios, wonderful, beautiful studio. I'm glad to be here for another episode. Um, shout out to everybody that tunes into the Vontae NYC podcast from all over the world, six continents. I'm trying to get to Antarctica myself. I'm going to (laughs) say, I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm not even going to hold
0: you. I would love to go to Antarctica. I'm
2: only going to play my part. We could do
0: that. We could do that. And once you get one stream, (laughs) (laughs) um,
2: back to normal. Um, but again, it really means a lot that you guys listen to our conversations. Um, if, if we, if we didn't care about you guys, we wouldn't have the podcast three years. Um, and we look forward to a lot of years to come, a lot of more great guests to come. Tyrell, again, Bill for the Trenches Academy is here. Ash is here. I'm here. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And we're no longer here. We can <laughs> ball
1: too, baby. <laughs>
0: Later.
2: What's going on, everybody? I hope you're having a wonderful Friday. This is Vontae NYC. Please keep in mind that the podcast is sponsored by Essentials from Earth. Use the promo code Vontae NYC pod for 15% off your first order. And enjoy this mix by my guy, Selecta Shah. Have a great weekend.
0: Oh, 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 my, oh my God, that's select a shot. Who art in Zion? All be thy name. Thy kingdom come on earth, thine will be done on earth. All be thy name. Me love you, are or you're me like that Me love you you yeah.